them to. I get too stressed out. I would not always get too hot. I don't like walking or running. It just wouldn't go well at all. We're back. We're back. Um, guys, today's just the three of us. Daisy, Hattie and Sabla. Here we are. Welcome back to the... <laughs> I feel like we never call it what it is, but... This podcast is called The Group Chat. Yeah. Group Chat. We are The Group Chat. <laughs> Today, we are with Hattie, as I just said. Yeah. And I... we actually have a really special segment later marking the start of secondhand September. So stay tuned for that. Nice. It's your month, babe. It I know. I'm month. ready. I am ready, guys. I wait all year for this. Nine months. <laughs> Literally. And plus, I sit down with a young advocate for multiple sclerosis, also known as MS. So I speak to Amy Thompson, who was diagnosed at 20 years old. And we basically talk about her incredible charity, MS Together, her blog, and also just sort of the symptoms and what she goes through day to day. So do stay tuned for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, there's so much going oh, on. Oh no. my God, I actually can't. Well, we, we've obviously this, when you guys have heard all of these things, it'll be a little bit later, but we've been talking about um, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet like all of last week. And yeah. I think my opinion of it has completely changed over the Me weekend. too. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> Right. Okay. I think I've changed my mind. Yeah. So for people who don't know, I'm sure you do. I don't know why you wouldn't, but there's obviously been loads of photos of and videos of Timothy and Well, it started as rumours, didn't it? It did. We we talked about it on this podcast. Of rumours. We spoke about it on this podcast ages ago, being like, "There's rumours," and we were like, "That's not true." And And because there was that picture that she posted of like them holding hands, and do you remember? It was like just their hands. I honestly. Ages ago. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, they were like in her car and it was like, I'm sure it was I don't on her Instagram I... stories or something and they were holding hands. Okay. This was honestly so long ago. And then for ages, there was just then nothing. They weren't actually seen together. I reckon her, they've got a PR team that have sat down oh, with a timeline yeah, and said, right, you're going to soft launch here. Yeah. You're going to soft launch here. You're yeah. going to hard launch. Do you think there's going to be a hard launch on Insta? Yeah. But there's there like, they were at a dinner. They were at dinner the other night and like sat next to each other. But they actually look sweet together. I've got to say, like, at first yeah. I was like, oh, this is a weird pairing. And the more I've seen of them together, I'm like, I actually really see it. Like, I'm I getting more into do. it. They were at the US Open final last year. Yes, year's. I saw that. Because the Beyonce videos, which were like the first yeah. things we really saw, right? I was not into it. Heavy I've got petty. to be honest. Yeah. Also, I just felt like I find it quite hard to buy celebrity couples yeah. sometimes. Agreed. Like, is it real? I don't, know. I don't think it's real. I didn't. And I think it started as, I think the rumours started and they probably knew each other from circles and like messaged each other like, haha, that's funny. And then they were probably like, do you want to hang out? And then it was and like, gone along oh, with it. okay, this is actually quite a, yeah. I reckon she's rebranding. Have you seen even her st- fashion sense has changed? Yeah. She's now got little prairie dresses and all sweet yeah. and lovely. She's trying to do she's quiet luxury. I think, you know. I don't <laughs> She is. I mean, I don't know. I feel but like... I, I want to see more. I'm I'm invested. Like yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm quite hooked now, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was random, but when I think back to like King Kylie, like you know that whole yes, era. Her tumbling. She's era. so like silly and goofy and he's so silly and goofy and they yeah. I just feel like they're actually quite cute together. But what do they talk about? <laughs> I need to know. Because yeah. <laughs> he's very you know, he's French, he's I don't think he's as cool as people think he is. He's pretty goofy. Like, have you seen all the videos of him doing the, like, that one he was at? What was it? Like, a drama school. Oh, we can't see them or anything. I don't know. Anyway, I think he's beautiful. I do as well. I don't think he's as, like, um, sophisticated, prim, proper. I think he's quite silly, goofy. Did anyone see the meme on TikTok of them in the bath? It was a meme. Okay, just go go and look at it. (laughs) It was, like, a meme. Oh, but Stephanie's seen it. She's seen it. She's laughing. Um, it was a meme of like them in the bath after Beyonce. 
and it was just it was very <laughs> funny. so what do we think's on the cards do we reckon how do you think they would post on instagram like come on are they going to co-collab do you think co-collab i don't think timothy even knows how to use instagram at this point but in other news there's a lot of like celebrity dating yeah. stuff obviously sophie turner and joe yes. jones have broken up what and do you like, guys think to that well can i just ask a genuine yeah. question yeah, yeah, yeah. because when this all started happening last week my for you page is just team sophie yes this is, is and i don't know it. if just my algorithm knows me really well knows that you know well, in I, the year of barbie yeah. i'm yeah. team joe <laughs> but also who is seeing team joe content no i'm not i'm not until literally yesterday when he on at his concert he was like if it hasn't come out of these lips don't believe it or something and now that's all over my interesting well they apparently they, it was always rumored that he is the party boy and she is the yeah. stay at home. Really? Yeah. But I didn't now, see that. Because all the interviews that she does, she's such a fun, like, she's out there cool. quirky. Like, I don't see that. Yeah, no, I think in interviews she has said, Joe is the social butterfly. Yeah, I, okay. I've I'm seen that. Back. But, but that then just... the press are now saying that they've split up because she likes to party. Yes, because mm. there was all those videos of that. her out on a night out as if that had anything to do with it. Well, also, she's like 27. Yeah, like, no, like it fills her out for a night. But my whole, my, the whole thing about this is just like, why are people dissecting it as if something had to have gone on one person's, like it's someone's fault? But yeah. I think it's because there has been stuff in the press that people are speculating came from his camp because it's all right. trashing her. And uh, apparently he's the one who filed for divorce. Yeah. But it's apparently mutual because he they put a statement, well, he put a statement yeah. from both of them saying that it was mutual and there's yeah. nothing bad. But then yeah. it was like leaks that he filed for divorce. Yeah. He did that. So I think that's why people are leaning towards but her side. Got to file. <laughs> but I didn't expect that. No, I don't. No, I I, they were that couple. We spoke about them actually. Yeah, we did. About how they're I so know. funny and cute together. I and like, they were so cute. Wouldn't expect it. Jacob Elordi, can we yeah. just take a moment? There is just yeah. so much going on with him. He's obviously. He's in loads. He's, yeah. Honestly, how does he have the time? Because I was just <laughs> thinking, when, you know, Priscilla, he must have filmed. I think it was last yeah, year. This year. Salt Rock was during COVID. Wasn't it? He was it? filming that during COVID, I think. Oh, yeah. Because that's just in your town, COVID. is it? Yes. They filmed is it? it? Oh, my God. That's my so little cool. village that I grew up in. I know. So weird. This is another, this is all throwbacks to old episodes, but you, I remember you said on here that your friend was working yes. on it. Yes. So she Taylor? was working, yeah. She, oh, she was working on set. So um, she got a great gig, a summer job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she looked after Can his you dog. Can you imagine so getting cool. that job and then like walking? to yeah. work yeah. <laughs> um, but in terms of like cinematography mm. I, I am a sucker yeah or just like good color palette and, yeah. like that. and salt rock looks, it looks so good. amazing yeah. for those listening it's about two boys are at oxford university one of them sort of struggling to find his way so jacob elordi's character invites him back to his like aristocratic family home yeah. and that's barry keogh by the way you're correct who is a up and coming actor he is yes really i think we're gonna up. see a lot more yeah. of him he was in top he's in the new season of oh Top. yeah Boy. yeah he's in um batman as well he was the joker at the what very end oh, yeah so he's gonna be the joker if they do another okay. he gives me taron egerton vibes yeah don't know what it is something I get about him mean, yeah. um anyways they go back to his family home for the summer and i think they just have like a wild time do you, i mean it looks like it's just filmed beautifully not yeah. it, the trailer doesn't really give much away no i kind of like that it's yeah bit, like it, it is giving a bit of euphoria vibes like just the lighting and yeah. like the cd like vibe i don't know why that's i know what you mean you know what i mean um, but it's, it's like talented Mr. Ripley vibes yeah. and Great Gatsby. That's what I'm looking yes. at. I haven't watched yeah. a film like that in oh, ages. So it's yeah, younger. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And I think the two get together. Like, it's what I can watch. Oh, them out. two do. I do. That's, what I, that's where I see the story going. Yeah. 
He's just both of them are really stunning. And then Priscilla. Oh, I can't wait for Priscilla. Also, did you see her on the red carpet? It all blew up. Like yeah. my for you page was just it was just oh his outfit. Oh yeah. everything. Just him. It was just, just him. him to these sexy sounds. They were only about five second clips. <laughs> yeah. They were just blowing up left, right, and centre. <laughs> Kai Gerber has now dated both of the Elvises. Who was the other one? Um, um Austin Butler. Yeah. Oh, she, so she's like she's got yeah. like both the Elvises. She's, she's absolutely winning that. Yeah. So I'm excited because wow. that's quite um like as a role that's big yeah like, i'm excited to see jacob do something more serious yeah. like, not serious but yeah. no but i think it will be quite a heavy film because it's all about priscilla's Priscilla, life because exactly. she was so young when she married yeah how old actually was she i think like, early 20s yeah i think that they met when she was still a teenager yeah oh yeah school i think yeah it's a really interesting story and it's obviously sophia coppola who's great at like adolescence femininity films yeah. and what's she been in before as a she story. directed oh she, she was directed like Marie Antoinette somewhere okay. Virgin Suicides really big pictures so great and the film is sort of inspired slash based on Priscilla's memoir ah uh, she's given it the stamp has state said they hated it basically they've oh. said it's horrible it's like a college movie but Priscilla has really praised it and it is meant so, to be a bit more based on her than Elvis yeah exactly it's around her. Her. well it seems a bit yeah and that was Amazing. Amazing. I didn't but see it. Did you not? Oh, I did like it. I, I know, feel like it went on for a bit long. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it was good. Well, it was really good. Really cool. And apparently, yeah, Austin Butler literally locked himself away through during COVID in a room. Um, don't quote me for this, but he put pictures of Elvis all around his bedroom and sort of what's it called oh, Met method acting, acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, clearly he's not gone out of it because the accent well, yeah it. but a lot he of fully method acted yeah. into yeah. his like like he did not see anyone apparently wow. and that's where he has their voice oh, whatever oh. and it's not left <laughs> one out <laughs> it's not left. but have you guys been watching new tv obviously top boy just came out top i have boy. to admit i've not watched any i've not watched any of guys it. please if you do one thing just mm-hmm. go back and watch it is my Some favorite movie. show really? is it on any streaming wow Why do you love it so much? i don't know it's just so fast paced mm. and the characters you just get so invested in the characters yeah. there's so many different storylines going on and obviously they don't well it's i don't know i sort of i us particularly after this later season i have wondered like does it glamorize that mm-hmm. whole gangster lifestyle but i also actually think they do it to such as a point where the, the it's yeah. so violent so you'd hope that impressionable boys wouldn't want that lifestyle yeah. because they are they're rolling around in you know 70 grand cars and living the life yeah but it's just brilliant and this season was yeah I, i'm not going to give any spoilers away there was a really interesting thing right at the end which i didn't actually clock straight away i saw it on tiktok that Basically, something happens and you think it's someone, but actually looking at it, it's not who you think it is. So it could be I love that kind of a next yeah, season. <laughs> but I need to watch they this. Yeah, so I many characters off now. Yeah, I've heard that. To be fair, I don't, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not like spoiled by yeah, it. Yeah. I keep hearing that people are getting killed off. So. Um, but I think there was an exhibition, actually. I think it's on at the moment. It's called um, so, uh, Top Boy Portraits or something I in know. London. I really want to see if I can go. I might try and go yeah. this week, but... Guys, it is so good. Oh, okay. I watched it in a day. Really? Did you? Yeah. But did you know that Drake recommissioned it because they really? they finished it last season oh, no. and then he is his favourite programme. So he got in oh. touch with them like, you know, is there going to be another season? They were like, sorry, no. And he was like, I, I will pay for another oh, season. Oh my God. Wow. So he imagine now owns it. If you could do that for your favourite <laughs> Yeah, I know. Imagine. Oh my God, what show would you bring back? Gossip oh, Girl. Yeah, I was going to say. Which no, no, it's me. Sorry, but apparently that they are, well, I don't know if this is true, but apparently they're doing another Gossip Girl with the original I don't cast. Know, 
believe it. I don't know if I believe because it either. Because that's been resurfacing on my TikTok. In the uh, last week, pretty much. But it's from, like, a post from April. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm... Well, I just feel like no one likes... As in, the original cast don't want to do it. Like, Lady no. Lisa hates Gossip Girl, basically. Taylor um, Monson 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 just went on that... Yeah, she's yeah, on a podcast with, with um, Penn. Penn Badgley. I want to listen to that. I've just started listening to it. It's really it's good. good. Yeah, I don't... But I don't think I don't know. I'm not convinced it's going to happen. Mm, I would love if it did. Yeah, same. But that... that got, like, guys, I've never watched it. What? Oh, my God, Daisy... It yeah. is. I God, first Harry Potter. It. Now this. Uh, you <laughs> need. To, okay, I will. I will. It's I will. very easy watching. Yeah. but it is quite dramatic. I mean, it's very overdramatic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that. What other TV are you guys watching? I watch Painkiller, which I think oh. was really good. And just like really quickly, it's about the um, opioid epidemic back in the I want to say nineties. Maybe mm-hmm. it was even before that. And it's about this pharmaceutical company who essentially marketed and sold this drug, mm-hmm. which was meant to be like safest least addictive painkiller on the market and actually it was like one percent different from heroin so it created wow. this epidemic um of addiction to it yeah. which was horrible and actually at the start of every episode um there's a real family who's lost someone from oxycontin addiction being like this is obviously a, a fictionalized story mm-hmm. but this is a real thing and so every episode starts with that which is really like gut-wrenching yeah. to watch the start but it's actually a really good story and they've done it really well. Good actors. I do really recommend it, but it is I've like, watched episode one, wow. but I need to go back and finish. It's almost like a time where I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. It's such a big, and it still affects, like it's still yeah. available now. Because the only reason I really know about it is, you know, Matthew Perry's yes. Trophy. Yeah. I feel like when it came out, you recommended the book yeah. on the podcast. I've listened to the audio book and he was addicted to it. And he talks about his life, like wow. how it was affected by it and when he was filming Friends and stuff. Um, so that's all I really know about it. But it's quite interesting to hear someone's yeah. first-hand account from. So I'll give the show a go. I think it's five or six episodes. Okay. Um, but what I was like really surprised, and this is not a spoiler, is at the end it says that the people responsible, so the people who own this pharmaceutical company, Purdue Pharma, I think it's called, they still haven't been, um, not all of them have been like sent to jail or like it's still ongoing wow and it's happened like over 10 years ago or something it's crazy that they've profited off it still yeah, and stay of so all these people who've died and all these like lives like it's oh that's so i sad. don't know how that can be a thing because i'm sure that there are pharmaceutical companies who still do that like falsely advertise and false mm-hmm. market like it just can't i don't know how that's a thing nah. it's crazy on a lighter note do you, have you guys ever watched Race Across the World? No. Okay, so it's BBC and yeah. it basically, so it starts with like normal civilians and they'd pair up. So it might be like- I have seen this. Yeah, so it yeah, might yeah, be like yeah. the two yeah. of us as good friends, yeah. you and your sister, yeah. or it might be you and your dad or whatever. Yeah. So they basically have to cross the world, but they only get given a certain amount of money and they obviously have a team, a cameraman yeah, that comes with them on the journey, but they film everything. So, oh, and it's basically, they have different checkpoints that they have to get to. Yeah. And then when they get and then when they get to the checkpoints, they can stay in like a really nice hotel. But between each mm. checkpoint, they have to u- literally use their money how they wish yeah. to do it. So you know they might get overnight buses instead of getting going to a hostel, but yeah. whatever. Or they might lose their money and then they you know they yeah. have to go and work. And a lot of yeah. them they have to work on the way to build their money back up. But the last season was amazing, was it? and it's just oh so God. sweet. Some of the relationships like. Um, there was this lovely mother and her adopted son and they just had the loveliest relationship and they had issues growing up and oh it was just so nice anyway it's a celebrity one starting 
this week. It's a bit like hunted, kind of, but yes, they're not being hunted. But it's the same. It's filmed idea. the same. Yeah. Exactly. It's filmed the same. And they, you know, they might they they do local work or they meet people that let let them stay for yeah. free or whatever. Um. So there's Harry Judd from McFly and oh, his mom. Cute. Billy Monger, who was the um, oh, yes. F1 rider who lost yeah. his legs in yeah. an accident. Him and his sister, they're really close. And um, what was that girl about All Saints? Oh, yeah. Loved All Saints. Uh, is it Melanie? She's yeah. she's on it. But who would you do it with if you were to do that? <gasps> who do you reckon you could do it with? Oh, my God. I probably would do it with my sister. Would you? I feel like she'd be... We're like both. But who would be the, like, organiser? Or are you both, like, oh, would, you, would one of you take a certain role? Because I financially probably wouldn't be great, but no. I'd be good at making decisions. Yeah, like, you'd like, be good be... to have. I would be the most, hot, <laughs> like, I would just not do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'd get too stressed out. I would not do it. I'd get too hot. I don't like walking or running. Like, it just wouldn't go well <laughs> at all. I think, not me. Don't oh, choose me. So Daisy, good. I think you'd be really good. I was very yeah, organised. I would love so to do something. Like You're good that. in, like, pressure as well. I'd be like, but I can't do it. It's the, yeah, there's just so many ups and downs. Yeah, is that Things happen and, you know. Well, also, they... I think, because you don't know what's coming. Like, if someone makes it. the wrong decision, or, like, you know, the wrong decision, you have to really trust that other person's not going to get really pissed off with you and be yeah. like, yeah. I don't want to do this with and you And they anyone. do, they start blaming it. Well, it was your fault. You did that. And yeah. then some of them bump into each other. Oh on the journey so oh. they, they might be like well which way are you going because well, are they trying to do it in the fastest time fastest time exactly and, it, and so when they get to each checkpoint they open this sort of visitors book yeah. and they can see which oh, teams have come in first yeah. so oh, but it's yeah. ser- I think it's it's so legit in terms of they are literally left to their own devices they have a certain amount of money yeah but guys you've got to watch it it's oh, really fun like oh, it's on every week what's it on it's on BBC okay. I think yeah, it's every Wednesday right. now and it's celebrity, so it'll be fun to see the yeah, yeah. So I'm delighted to be joined on the sofa today with Amy Thompson, who navigates life with the challenges of multiple sclerosis, also known as MS. So each week, 130 people are diagnosed with the condition, which for many can be debilitating. So we're going to talk today to Amy about her diagnosis, about your brilliant charity MS Together and your blog. Yeah. So excited to have you yeah, on. Thank, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> pleasure. Let's start from the beginning. Can you sort of tell us a little about your journey with MS and how you ended up being diagnosed? Yeah, of course. I was 20 at the time. Um, I was actually on my year abroad from university. So I was living and working in Paris, oh, literally God. living my best life, like loving life. And then um, from one day to the next, I started experiencing symptoms. Just woke up one day with numbness in my left leg. Um, and it wasn't like completely numb, but it just didn't feel right. And prior to this, you'd had no nothing from sort of when you were born to to age twenty. No, okay. nothing that I did like noticed. Yeah. Anyway, started walking around, noticed like I wasn't quite steady on my feet, wasn't great with balance, and ignored it for you know a few days. And it just progressively got worse over those days. Um, my balance was getting worse. Eventually, I plucked up the courage to go to the doctor. Well, also, when you're away from home, this you're probably putting it off and thinking, yeah, like, it's not as straightforward as if you were at home, you could just give your local no, I had no idea, like, yeah. who to go to. So, how was your French? <laughs> uh, questionable. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went to my manager at the time and I just said, like, this has happened. I need a doctor. Yeah. Can you recommend me one? Uh, so, she sent me to her doctor went for an appointment with him and he just kind of said like, oh, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Could be just like a trapped nerve. Don't worry, um, but we can send you for some tests. So went for a blood test and a CT scan. 
they came back fine. But during the time of waiting for those results, um, I had noticed a new symptom. So I had like pins and needles in my okay. left arm. So went back to him and kind of just said, you know, this has happened now. I'm getting a bit more worried. And again, he was just like, I don't think it's anything to worry about. And I said, look, can you just send me for an MRI scan? Because I'd been doing some Googling, you know, as you do. Yeah. You know, scary things were coming up yeah. like MS a brain tumor was one of the things yeah. that were coming up so I was just like I need to get this yeah. well it's good you push for that yeah yeah so went to have an MRI scan and then I decided I was just going to fly home and go and see a neurologist with the results mm -hmm. and just kind of get some answers and literally she sat me down and she was like yeah you've got MS what was that moment like it was weird because I think I'd kind of prepared a little bit for it because I'd been doing lots of research and MS kind of made sense based on the symptoms mm. that I was having. I guess there was a bit of relief that I had answers, but then I was also like, I don't know what, what that mean means. now, yeah. And they just kind of gave me some leaflets and said, an MS nurse will be in touch. Okay. So it was all very quick, like from the start of the symptoms to diagnosis, it was about three weeks, which is so much quicker than most people. Like some people Well, I mean, even yeah, trying to get hold of a neurologist and everyone's um, symptoms are different, aren't yeah. they? So what are yours? There's lots of different types of MS. Um, the type that I have is relapse and remitting. Um, and that's like the most common, like I think it's 80, 85% of people with MS have, yeah. have that type. So that means that that I have periods of um, relapses. So that's where my symptoms that I've had previously get worse or yeah. I have new symptoms. And then there's periods of remission where I'm it's, fine. You're fine, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. And can that be based on external factors like big your mental ones, health or your stress? Stress. Yeah, okay. A big one's stress. So like I have to try, like I'm quite a stressy person anyway. Um, if I'm really, really tired, that can bring, bring on certain symptoms. What else so, do you experience? The symptom I experience like every day is fatigue. Okay. And I think it's pretty common for most people with MS. Weird one is heat sensitivity. Interesting. So, well, yeah. it's been hot. At the I moment, know, honestly. Um, so I don't deal well with like being too hot or yeah. being too cold. It can just flare up like old symptoms. One thing that a lot of people with MS um, experience is something called brain fog. When I have a relapse, um, it would be things like numbness difficulty walking I decided quite early on that I was going to be quite vocal about yeah. it I don't know if it was part of like my coping mechanism but I think when I was first diagnosed I wanted to see other people talking about it that were like me and so you don't really hear I mean yeah the stat no. I said at the beginning 130 people diagnosed every week and a yeah. lot are young yeah. right you don't I don't hear enough about MS at all no so did you know much about it at all at the Nothing. beginning? No. I didn't know anyone that had it um, until afterwards. And then it seemed like I knew loads of people. Well, you, like you yeah. said, you wouldn't necessarily know, would you, that exactly. someone has it? I knew nothing about it. Just started researching. And, and the research that I saw and everything I saw online, like through charity websites and, and on social media, it wasn't nice. Mm -hmm. Like, not that MS is nice anyway, but... It was all very negative. It was all, you know, about people being in wheelchairs, people like really struggling with day-to-day -day life. Well, this then obviously led you on to your own charity, MS yeah. Together. Yeah. So is that when you saw almost like a gap in the market for, you know, providing yeah. information or, you know, po a positive outlook? It all started with my blog. So as I said before, like 
straight away I knew I wanted to kind of share my story be really open with like my friends and family um and just try and like raise a bit of awareness change kind of the view that people had about MS you know I constantly had comments like um you're too young to have MS like I don't get it because you look really well like you don't look like you have MS it just kind of inspired me to start raising awareness yeah about. so you started with the blog so you started writing yeah. what all your symptoms or what you're just, just like every day everything really like anything that was kind of related to like young people or my life at the time so I was at university still yeah. so I was writing about that like dealing with exams dating going to hospital appointments like literally everything and it really helped just generally I bet yeah share my story and then through that I had loads of young people kind of reach out to me and say how much it helped them and mm how nice it was to see someone young and how they'd been looking for someone else. Like, yeah. Well, you that, said that at the beginning. They you know, you, there wasn't something like that. Yeah, so it was also like really informative for my friends and family, I think. It meant that I didn't have to like sit down and talk to them about all yeah. this. They could just like read, read it. Blog. Yeah. <laughs> I set up an Instagram account um, called But You Don't Look Ill. Um, just started sharing bits on there. Also interviewed like people with other conditions because being diagnosed with MS like just opened my eyes to how many other people live with so many other things that you just don't hear about and you can't see just by looking at them and that's kind of where I got inspiration to just put all these people that were reaching out together yeah so I set up a just a whatsapp group chat to start with it grew really slowly to begin with the first year there were probably only about 30 35 people so that's a lot yeah, yeah how it, many have you got now um like over a thousand amazing yeah. yeah and like people can access our services and stuff from different ways now yeah. whereas before it was just like a Facebook page one thing that I'm very aware of is like different people need different things yeah. at different points in their like MS journey and I think my main thing is just connecting young people together yeah. because that's all I wanted. I just wanted to speak to someone that was also young, that was also like getting on with their life. And that just got got it. They yeah. knew what you were going through. That yeah, understood. So your virtual events. Virtual yeah, events. so what kind of ones do you do? We do between four and six a month. So we have like social ones, which are like the games night, um, the cuppa and chat. We do like a welcome one for anyone that's new that joins during that month. We also do informative ones. Mm-hmm. This month we had one with the UK MS Register and they were talking about pregnancy and MS, mm-hmm. which obviously affects quite a lot of yeah. our demographic. And then we also do in-person meetups as well. Really nice. At different places across the country. And you do this all alongside your normal job as well, yeah. which is also I've what- I've got a team of volunteers. Have you? Yes. Okay, okay. Which is a godsend. Yeah, and now I was, was going <laughs> to ask you, do you ever feel the pressure of needing to, you know, wanting to represent MS and sort of all of the symptoms and everything? Because obviously you must have your down days as well. And, you know, how do you yeah. cope with that? I think I'm at a point in my life and like in my MS journey where I feel- very like content yeah. with the whole MS thing. Like two, three years ago, I would have said the same, but I actually looking wasn't. back, you yeah, were, yeah, okay. I wasn't there, but I do genuinely feel like so happy, and I think I've developed like coping strategies. Yeah. Um, I now prioritize like exercise so much because I've seen how much it's helped me. Like just even with my fatigue, like mm. it just yeah massively helps. Well, I think that's so inspiring as well for the people 
that are joining your community and are looking at you thinking you've got MS and you're, you know, you're still living an amazing life. You're prioritizing self-care, you're prioritizing exercise and you're doing all of this. And yeah. I think for them, it's probably so nice to be able to see you and see it sort of, you know, connect with like other like-minded individuals that yeah. are all going through the same thing. I hope so. And, and I think the thing with MS Together is we try and keep it as positive as possible. Yeah. Like obviously people are going to have their down days and people can have a moan whenever they want. But the general feeling of it is always just positive. positive yeah. And just like young people trying to live their lives as best as they can. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, thank Amy. I think, it's, I think you are so inspiring. And the oh. fact you're shouting about MS and informing more people is amazing. So thank you so much. And Thanks do give so Amy's much. blog a follow and her Instagram at MS Together Official. Brilliant. On Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Moving on to things we're loving. Yes. Hattie, do you want to go first? Yeah. I have um, a follow who I'm loving on TikTok. So her, she's called Soko. Her handle is Style with Soko, and she just has the coolest style. She lives in New York, and a lot of her TikToks are like her walking down the street, and one of her friends will be like, "Soko, what are you wearing today?" And she just like chats through her outfit. Oh, I love that. But she wears a lot of color, and she's really good at styling secondhand pieces. So she thrifts stuff in New York, and then will like do hauls, and then chat through how she's gonna style them. So I'm loving her for autumn inspo. She just got some red Mary Janes, like quilted secondhand, and they are so cool. I feel like I need some of those. <laughs> so I'd really recommend her if you just want some style inspo. And I've also been following on Instagram this shop called Break Archive. Have you heard of them? Yes, yes. Secondhand, yeah. it's like pre-loved designer really cool. bags, oh, nice. but really, really cool, like very curated stuff. So they have like, um the Dior saddlebags but in really fun patterns and you know the Louis Vuitton speedies with like the cherries mm. on so it's all like the fun really loved it how fun like that being your job just sourcing oh, yes. bags. I know oh, so nice. cool they have some really great stuff still kind of out of my budget but <laughs> they're so dream, great dream dream. window shopping yeah. and their content on Instagram is really cool okay so yeah I'd really recommend checking them out I definitely I think I've heard of them yeah I think you'd like them it's very your vibe I think they're very cool Sap what are you loving? <laughs> I am loving another follow I mean this is such a random <laughs> one but do you guys know who Robert Irwin is? No. no. So do you know Steve Irwin? Yeah. It's his son. It's his son. Oh. And he has TikTok and it's literally, he is Rob, um, Steve Irwin, like reincarnated. Oh, Obviously he's his son. Me... Oh. But, oh my God, I watched him yesterday save a snake from a vending machine and I was like crying about it. I was obsessed with Steve Irwin yeah, when I was a child. Like I genuinely, when he died, I cried. I, I don't remember. know this man, but I was so upset. And it's just so sweet seeing his kids, like his oh, daughter as well, Bindi, does stuff as well. Because yeah. I remember them being tiny. They are full grown adults. He was driving a car. I was like, no, 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 am I old? Because they are old. So how old, how old am I? But anyway, yeah, I love that. It's such like light relief, like yeah. so sweet. Just I like, love a follow suggestion like this. Yeah, it's so sweet. Um, the other thing I'm loving, I finally moved to overhead headphones. Oh, I'm very late to the party, but I genuinely love it. So I've got a pair of Beats and they are so good. I was on the plane, it was like, everyone <laughs> shut out, like noise cancelling, love them. The final thing I'm loving is, have you guys seen that interview with Drake and Lil Yachty? Like just, no. just them two and they're like on a beach or something. I don't really know what's going on, but it's so good. And it's like them just taking the piss out of each other. But they've got such a sweet relationship and Drake just loves a giggle. Like That's he's awesome. just so cute. Like the way he laughs is so funny. Um, but it's them like taking the piss out of like 
rappers when they like bring someone out on stage they'll act like they haven't seen them like five minutes earlier and it's like oh, that's <laughs> no, it's so funny him in that kind of um, oh drake's no, so funny environment no the, the two of them together are so, like if they had a podcast it would do so well <laughs> like they're so funny oh, well, so i really recommend that how are you days got another foodie one. Oh, oh gosh i love <laughs> so delicious you know they do the oh, cookies yeah so but the frozen good. i mean hopefully most people have tried them if yeah. you haven't get your ass down to the frozen section but they come as frozen cookie dough balls and you put them on a tray and put them in the oven anyway they've got cookie dough ice cream balls oh so they're like yes. little moons but so instead funny. of chinchy they've got cookie dough <gasps> then it's ice cream on the middle so there's like eaten mess churro chocolate chip oh, I mean, it's so and it's the perfect size you know when you just need a sweet yeah. treat and a yeah. craving it's just it's oh spot. my god what else am i loving okay so obviously we're going into autumn winter and we will do a podcast a bit more on autumn <laughs> winter fashion predictions etc yeah. but um i've seen the new braided platform uggs have you seen them no oh guys god. they're sick so braided so the ugg platforms the minis and they've got now like a braided bit down the side and they're like colorful so I think there's like a green colorway or a red colorway and I really rate them, but are they going to be here to stay? They were obviously huge last, last well, season. Those like Tasman ones yeah. that um, Elsa Hoth had and they're kind of they like, were cool. like they're a bit color. done in now, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't say no to a pair, but no, yeah. see what you think of these. It's uh, For me, it's not the style, it's the platform. I think the platforms yeah. are done. See, I love that bit. Oh, That's the bit I is it? Yeah. Well, I think as a short girl. Oh, fine. Yeah. I like that, you know? <laughs> you need that. I right. need that. I like the like the little bit of colour and like a little bit of something yeah. different. So it's not like just like, ugh, but I don't think I want a platform okay. chunky one. I just want like an easy one. Like so the, the mini. easy ones yeah. just remind me too much of my childhood. Oh, I'm quite, I think maybe it's because I, I don't have any. Oh, I didn't either. Well, I didn't have real child. ones. I didn't have real ones. But do you remember when you didn't have the real ones, your feet would slant in? <laughs> And then you'd be walking like, just like, it would be the biggest egg. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, I quite, I, I like the sli slip on situation. Yeah. yeah I think cute. I wouldn't have like a full boot. I like but... the minis or the ultra mini. Yeah, ultra mini. I think that's what I want. Yeah. I couldn't get any last year. Who remembers the knitted ones with the three buttons? <gasps> yes. <laughs> I had a great pair. Oh my god! I, I thought they were really with my Joni, like my Joni jeans. Oh, I can imagine it. Knitted. Oh, what is? And horrible. they were kind of you could like ruch them down. No, yeah, they were a bit like leg warmers <laughs> on your boots. They were, and then it was so nice when they really got wet and started slanting. Oh yeah, real. <laughs> oh, I remember wanting to wear them to church once. <laughs> like, you're not wearing them to church. We need a photo. I need a photo. Like, well, I'll find one. Oh, oh my god. Um, anything else? Oh, we've we've got matching cherry keyring. <gasps> yes. So not another bill. I've always wanted oh. a cool keyring, and it's yeah. something you just would never like. No, you would no. never. It feels not like a gift. But honestly, get one for yourself because oh, it just so you just feel so pulled together. I know. I'm like holding them when I go to yeah. get like uh, smoke milk. I might love it. It's like a big squishy cherry. Yeah, I think I've seen yours. It's I really, really want one. Okay, I'm gonna have to so I can match two guys. And finally, I've got a beauty rack. Rimmel have just launched these new lip glosses. Yeah. I've got it here with me. So it's their new Thrill Seeker Glassy Gloss, and it is just the perfect go-to. Oh. So they come in loads of different flavors and colors, but it's got a slight oh. tint. It's got a bit of a scent as well. It's like a pineapple. Mm. So this is cocoa sugar. Oh, it tastes so good, guys. Good. Hang on, I've got a few. Yeah, right. So I've got Hattie. I've got you. Pink candy. Thank you. Oh my god, cute. 
That's the cocoa sugar as well. Lovely. Oh, I live for a lip gloss, guys. I know, me but too. But it's not too thick. It's perfect. It's got hyaluronic acid in it as well, so it's really like, hydrating. Oh, it smells so nice. Feels like a lip oil. Yeah, it's not sticky at mm. all. Apparently, this is my jammer's new favourite lip gloss. Is it? I've had. They've got a clear one or like a clearish one, and then yeah. some of them have a bit more a of bit a tint, of it, so you yeah. can wear it on top of other things, or you can just wear it on its own. It's like, yeah, very nice. And they taste so good. Yeah, they it really, really do. It has become my absolute new go-to. I don't leave the house without putting one of these in my handbag. Um, but yeah, Rimmel's new Thrill Seeker Glassy Gloss. Got Love. Lovely. Well, shall we go through what we're wearing? Hattie, do you yeah. want to start? I am wearing my Stradivarius cowboy boots, which, you know, I don't take off, honestly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I need to get a new pair. I'm in a Topshop maxi skirt, which is super comfy. And then my tee is just gap. And a little thrifted quilted chile. I love that chile. Love that. I am wearing linen trousers from Zara. These have done me so well this season. Black Adidas Sambas, which are brand new and I'm also loving. Love. Um, and then this top is from Lagarm. Have you guys heard of Lagarm? No. no. Only through you on Instagram. Yeah, their stuff is so cool. They've got some really cool graphic tees, a bit like Ganny. Mm. Um, and their their autumn winter stuff is, is mega. Oh, yeah. look. And pilgrim jewelry. Nice. I love that necklace. Nice. That I'm in my good old Havar Studios blazer, bringing it back out for autumn. I'm nearly oh. there. Um, I've got my mango tank and sporting rich little boxer shorts, and my Adidas Velo Sambas. I love those shorts. Yeah, thank you. They could have been short sat down, but <laughs> so cool. They're very comfy. Great. Well, next up, we've got our segment with yeah. Danny, and we're going to be doing a Q and A for Secondhand September. Okay, guys, so we are here with Danny Dawkins from Shelter, and we're going to do a special Q&A to kick off second half of September. So let's get into it. You guys excited? I'm excited. So excited. So I'm like, I hope I know the answers. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Well, before we start, do you mind telling our listeners, watchers, who you are, what Shelter is? Just give us a little bit of background. So my name's Danny, and I am a master up cycler. And I was working with Shelter just over the weekend because we were doing the upcycle clinic which allowed people to come to the store with stuff that they maybe own but have fallen out of love with. It might need mending or they just want to change it slightly because they're not happy with it. The lady brought in her trousers because they didn't fit her well. Mm. And she said every time she wears them, they fall down and she really likes them. So we put some darts in. Another lady just had a simple strappy dress. Mm -hmm. So with spaghetti straps. And she's like, she just, it's, it was so simple that she just doesn't like the straps and she thought maybe we can make it into a water top. So I said, all right, go in the changing room. So when she went in the changing room, I got my scissors and just snipped them at the back yeah. where it joins. And I was like, there you go. And she's oh like, my God, that's easy. So and, so like, good. and it's nice because then they get to see that it doesn't have to, I think when people think of upcycling, sometimes they're like, it has to be a big, big change. Because yeah, I, totally. do, I do quite big um, transitions and stuff, but it's not, sometimes it really is just simple, yeah. a simple little snip or a simple little take in here, a couple of pins, yeah. and there you go, yeah. Well, that actually leads us on very well to our first question. <laughs> Amazing. Which is, what is the easiest way to upcycle denim? Now, I need to know this. I, so do I, I've got a lot of pairs of denim jeans that are either too long, yeah. like too, like, what's, yeah. your, what's your go-to, like, to it. jazz it up or, like, to do something to them? I love working with denim. Denim is my favourite fabric to work with because it's just so versatile, I find. I think the easiest thing is cutting them. So if yeah. you have a pair of denim jeans, the easiest thing is cutting them into yeah. shorts. It's fun. You can fray the bottoms or you can roll them up and iron them. Mm -hmm. But also hem and tape is really useful. Okay. 
and I love saying this to people because even if you wanted to do a under hem, yeah, so it looks neat, and you just iron in the hemming tape and it fuses it together, the heat yeah. fuses it together. Oh, so that's just you put it at the bottom and then it kind of sticks it, so it's yeah. short. So I'm just there for you, stop me. That, yeah. that is my key. I always say to people, like, if you don't know how to sew or you you just want that clean finish, yeah, it's amazing. Can't believe I didn't know about that. Fabric glue as well is amazing. So I write words on my clothes mm, as well. So I so write cool. extra on a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Um, and when I first started, I used to use a lot of hemming um, fabric glue to just, oh. I put things on that I put things on. Yeah. Because I was like, I yeah. Because that's a big trend on TikTok, like on the on the bum. Yeah. The little stars. Yeah. And the, everyone's doing like the Harry Styles concert. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> that's what I would do, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'd do a little like um, embroidery star. thing or the yeah, dazzles. Embroidery. Remember dazzles were like a thing. Oh, I actually would love, love to get like it on. A, I've got loads of denim jackets. Mm. I quite like to do like yeah. a patch or like on the pocket. Or yeah, yeah. Or on the cuff. That would yeah, look really cool. I think that's a nice Or letters. For my sister's yeah. birthday recently, we did um, cake crafts and cocktails, and oh, we all brought t-shirts and just got those. You know, you can get like letters. Yeah, you yeah. just iron on. And we all just ironed on our t-shirts. And so it's just easy. so. This is why I love doing workshops as well because it's so fun because everyone leaves with something that is unique to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fun. And then when someone asks, you can say, like, I actually made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a great feeling. It is. So nice, right? Have yeah. either of you attempted, t- not tie-dye, but like dyeing your jeans? I actually wouldn't. Have you not? Neat. Yeah, I do do like, you know, you just dash them in the bath and then go, shh. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Did it turn out well? They turned out well. Like, <laughs> I, I actually had to make something, thank because <laughs> yeah. someone actually paid me. Like, one of my oh, clients really? actually commissioned me to do a co- an outfit for her for mm-hmm. Carnival to basically made a top out of her jeans, like, turned it upside down. So, like, the waistband was here and then the sleeves oh. for the arms. And then... um. Made some jeans for her as well, or just customized the jeans and put loads of scraps of denim on it. And then she was, then last minute she was like, "Can you bleach it for me?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> the only problem with bleach is that not all denim bleach as well. So yeah. I think the jeans were Levi's. So and I think some of their jeans they put a sealant on it right. so that it can't dye. Mm-hmm. And I'm there like, had to dilute it. And then I was like, "Okay, I got to put this on just." bleach and you've got to be careful because it can ruin the fabric yeah. is there anything you've currently got your eye on that you're on the hunt for second hand anything yes okay chef okay Do so tell. when when i went to um shelter in king's cross yeah i popped into beyond retro mm-hmm. oh, i love it this, in there i know it's so, it. so good so cool so they had this denim jacket in there and I, I was while i was in there i was recording myself so everyone that saw the jacket they were like you should get it <laughs> so it was like a vintage um kind of biker style jacket mm-hmm. oversized and then the sleeves had they they zipped on Ooh. so i thought like, well, well double up you know take yeah, sleeves off. yeah it was so cute and then i thought okay i'm not gonna get it so then when i went back a couple of days there to actually do the workshop with them i thought if it's there i'm it's gonna meant get to it. be it's meant to be yeah. it's for me so i went to exactly where it was and none of the jackets were there oh. so i was like let me see if someone's tried it on. I don't know why, what made me feel. I was very directed to where it was. And I was like, look at you just sitting there waiting for me. Oh. So I picked it up, tried it on again. And I looked at the price and I was like, I'm a thrifter. Yeah. So same. I'm not trying to spend 50 pounds yeah. on a jacket yeah. that I can thrift myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, 
Mm, I like I like you. Do I like you that much? Yeah. So I left it, and then I went on vintage. <laughs> Did you? Oh my I god! I haven't found ah, it yet, though, we but not. I found something similar, and I was like, I can just make the rest of it myself. Yeah. Oh my god, that is such a good skill to have. Yeah. I feel like I need to learn how to. I know I'm too things. impulsive with that kind of thing. Yeah. But that is the best when you find it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah it is. I do that all the time, especially with like um, things that have gone out of stock, mm. like on Zara yes. or something like that. Like the thing that always got and you yeah. find it on Vinted or yeah. Depop. Oh, it's the like, best feeling. Or you find it like three years later in a charity shop. You're like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That's going to happen with that viral Zara bomber jacket that everyone Oh my God, yeah. There's a viral dress. Yes, there's a viral bomber jacket. It's like a grey and there's a white version as well. And basically everyone on TikTok got it this year. And in like it's a year's time, everywhere. it's going to be in every yeah. charity shop exactly. ever. And so you want to wait because this yeah. is the thing. When I first started thrifting, I was like, I loved it because I... No one had it. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was so yeah. last season. And then even when I used to shop in the high street stores, I would buy something and be like, oh, I'll just wear it in a couple months. Yeah. I'll wear it next year or something. I'll put it up for next year. Just so that when I was wearing it, it was like, when did you get that? <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah. You can't get this. Anymore. Exactly. So. The vibe is so changed. It's not like, oh, everyone needs to have that new thing. That's yeah. Yeah, it's like so true. Everything is a bit different. It's I like, love yeah. That. And even if you are shopping trends, I feel like you can still shop them secondhand. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then they're not, they might be like last season or whatever, but you're still on trend and feel like, yeah. Because you don't want to feel left out sometimes, I think, yeah. of trends. Like, you want to have your own style, but feel like, you know, yeah. you're in the but Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Hattie, have you got anything? So, anything? this isn't groundbreaking, but <laughs> it's quite niche. I really, really want for autumn, winter, some, like, pointed brown kitten heels. Ooh. And I found so many on Vinted for, like, like five pounds yeah. for a pair of shoes. And I'm not, I'm sort of getting into shopping shoes secondhand, because it's yeah. always been a bit of a... I don't know, a question mark for me. It's yeah. not how I feel about wearing someone else's shoes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to go for it. Go for it. Because there are just so many good deals and they're all like pretty good high street brands. I'm like all about coats. I'm like literally coat obsessed. I've got way too many at home. I actually just did a big charity shop, like took loads of my coats and nice. But I am on the hunt for a C, you know, C New York as an S. Yeah. Yeah. C New York. They do these amazing, like, printed quilted oh, coats. Yes, and then they're, like, ridiculously expensive. But I'm on the hunt for one. I've been yeah. on Vestiaire. I've been on Depop, everything. I have found a couple still very much expensive. out of my price range, but yeah. that's what I've got my eyes on. You'll find one. You'll be I'm sure. And also there's that um, House of Sunny. There's, like, their original um, bomber jacket they did. It was the green and white one. They've got they've done quite a few yeah. since, and I've actually got one of them. But I want that original one, the green yeah. one, because no one really has it anymore. No, I've not seen it in ages. Yeah, and I, I have found it on Depop, but again, I'm waiting to find one yeah. a little bit. That's <laughs> a little bit cheaper. Um, but that's the best. Yeah, yeah, me too. Which city outside of London is the best for thrifting? Oh, it sounds like, not to be really bougie, but <laughs> I really do love when I do a city break in Europe. Mm. I will literally just like type in vintage shops on that mm. and just explore. It's my favorite thing to do. Milan was so good and they have Humana Vintage stores which are chains so I've been to one in Lisbon as well it wasn't as good but they've got a few around Europe and they're honestly so affordable like you get stuff for like five euros mm. and I just think when you wear it's like almost saying you know oh I made it myself it's yeah like well I got it when I was on holiday yeah like, <laughs> when I was in uni <laughs> and she only five euros <laughs> That's so it's good. just the best feeling when you find yeah. it feels like a proper like hidden gem when yeah and those things so I am, yeah, I do really love a Europe, European city break, that kind of thing. But there are loads in the UK, like Leeds, Manchester, Grey. They have like blue rinses, pop boutiques. They're really good there. 
I mean, I could go anywhere. I went to the Lake District last year and found a vintage shop really? in like this tiny village. Like anywhere I go, I'm gonna find. <laughs> Where I go, I'm gonna Google. Sap, do you have any favourite? Well. The last one that I've been to outside of London would have been Bristol because that's where I went to uni. And they've got some good ones. They do a lot of kilo sales as well, which I used to love at uni. Love a kilo sale. They've got some good ones. I think they've got lots of really like edgy, like kind of different brands as well around there. Yeah. Best piece of advice for shopping secondhand in person? My advice is always I uh, do you know it's so funny I'm wearing this today because this is like my comfortable outfit but I always wear something that's easy Mm -hmm. that I don't have to take off too much in in the in the changing room such a good tip. yeah because sometimes you want to try it on and then you might look down and be like oh i've got this i've got this yeah. i've got this so when i wear like a just a slim jumpsuit like yeah. this and all i've got to take off my jacket or jumper and then everything could be tried on because it's yeah, so close fit but that's one of good. probably my best advice yeah. my piece of advice would probably be go with your gut because i think you know as soon as you pick something up mm. if you really love it and just don't get something for the sake of it or be drawn in because it's a bargain yeah that's really fun but it's better if you also really love it and know you're going to get loads of wear out of it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, go with your gut instinct of, am I just getting this because it's the yeah. pounds? <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, feels really fun to buy it. And this is the thing because also overconsumption is a big problem yeah, yeah. within the thrifting community yeah. because it's like, when it became a big thing, everyone was like, oh, it's so much cheaper. And it's just a thrifting and then we have thrifting halls and stuff like yeah. that. So now people, instead of having just a whole load of, whether it's fast fashion or high street fashion that they don't wear. They have a whole load of charity stuff yeah. that they don't wear and thrifted stuff. So it's like and it takes jumping from the one problem to another. Sustainability messaging yeah. behind it because yeah. you're still over consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And that you're not wearing all of that stuff. It's still just sat. And that's the thing, you've gotta you've gotta if you have got all that stuff, do then take it to a charity shop. Yeah. For online, I would say use the filters. That's what I do. Yes. Like get like if you go on vestiaire and you type in like, I don't know, Fendi bagger, that's just a random one I've just thought of. But if you type <laughs> that in, you're gonna literally so many things are gonna come up. Yeah. Like filter by colour, especially if it's shoes or clothing. You yes. want like your size isn't there. You want to use the filters. The other thing is alerts. I she oh, by the alerts. Yeah. If I've got like a pair of like something really specific, usually with shoes or like yeah. a pair of trainers, yeah. I'll put a lot and then wait for it if it comes in either my size if it's not already yeah. or for cheaper or when the price goes down or just it. Alerts. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Also, if you're looking for something really specific, sometimes it might just be spelt wrong. That's so true. So sometimes if there aren't that many coming up, genuinely, I'll just research it and like take a letter out. Yeah. Say the last letter. That's so smart. (laughs) Okay, next question is favorite charity shops. I mean shelter is Yeah, we've got to say shelter. We do love shelter. Mm. Shout out to shelter. Um the one around the corner from the office in Clapham is so good. Yeah, it is actually. And they have a really cute little homeware section at the back. They have shelves of like look they always have really nice glassware. You get like little cocktail glasses and they're like a pound a lot of the glasses and things. I love it for that kind of stuff. And it's really nice gifts. Like I got my friend a martini glass from that. It's like a pound. It's just like a nice little that's good. They do a bit of everything. To be fair, a lot yeah. of charity shops aren't just clothes, are they? No. So yeah. I love it for home wine as well. I also feel like with charity shops, you kind of forget sometimes the fact that like mm. they are actually helping charity. Yeah. So that it's the so money's true. going somewhere or it's like benefiting someone. So like yeah. shelter. Yes. Yeah. Shelter. Yeah. All their proceeds go towards frontline services, helping homelessness. So yeah, it's just a nice way. I think you obviously remember you're buying second hand. It's good for the planet, sustainability. Mm. But it's really nice to remember that you're also supporting that charity too. Exactly. 
Do you guys follow any influencers for upcycling inspo? I mean, obviously you are in yeah. your space. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone else that you like to follow? Not necessarily for upcycling inspo, but I just love getting inspo from outfit ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love watching influencers just for their thrifting ideas, yeah. like what they found. And then I'm like, I get so jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Where'd you get that? And I know, knowing full well, I'm not going to get it. Mind yeah. out, though. But I'm like, oh, I'll look for something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, so I do love like following for that reason. Yeah. How do you follow? I should shout out my friend. So her account is designed by Emma Louise and she sells her upcycle products on Etsy. So she does just as a side hustle. She is so good at it, loves doing it. She has loads of headbands. She just like gets fabrics from various places for. And she did a bag for me because I get very attached to my clothing. And I had this faux fur leopard print coat a few years ago that I'd worn like honestly I think I'd been wearing it for at least five winters like it was done yeah but I didn't want to get rid of it so I did some little designs sent it to her and she made it into a bag for me and then used the rest for other things that she was doing I love so she does commissions really cool and yeah she just is great so I just wanted to give her a little okay yeah I'll have to look at her Instagram but an upcycling is so good for that like yeah with fabrics, like when um when my dad passed away, I made some bits and pieces out of his stuff. Yeah. Also, so yeah. Actually, she also, same friend, when my boyfriend's grandpa passed away, it's just so much easier, I think, for the boys, his grandsons, to like take shirts and things. But for the girls, I had some ties, or the material of the ties, made into scrunchies. So all his granddaughters have little scrunchies made out of um, material from the ties. That's so special. I've just, oh, we were kind of speaking about this a little bit before about homeware, but someone has said, I've just moved into my first house. Any recommendations for quirky home bits? So anywhere that you'd go, any ideas of things you could get secondhand? Do you know what I love getting? Mm. You know, um, decanters. Yeah, like wine. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. wine and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And all that. But I love them because you could put anything in them anyway, but they make good flower jars, like just yeah. for a couple of single stem flowers. Good for candle holders if you have the stem candles that you can put in and then they just kind of drizzle all down the sides. But I love it. I love it to secondhand to count off. Yeah. So nice. And then I'll like have a party and invite everyone rather than yeah. pour the alcohol <laughs> in the decanters and feel well posh. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Vinterior, I've heard that's really good for like yeah. vintage secondhand bits and bobs. Yeah, really, they have some really cool stuff. I've also just started, well, well not following, but obsessively checking <laughs> off Etsy. This seller called Froggy Brocante, I think you say it. It's quite kitsch. I'm very into like kitsch, colourful homeware. And it's just like, honestly, they stock so much like plates. They probably have some decanters on there. Um, I found these really cute little egg cups and they had like, one had cherries on and one had a sunflower on. Just like, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing. Not everyone is, yeah. but that's very my vibe. Okay, last question. What are your tips for shopping trendy secondhand items online? What are the best search phrases? We kind of touched on this. Yeah. Any more tips for that? Uh, I, but you just, my biggest tip is know what you want. Know what you're into. Because once you know what it is that you're looking for, you're going to find it. You're going to find something. So like, I, I love denim. So if I'm looking for a denim bomber jacket, I'm literally going to type in denim bomber yeah. jacket yeah. if I want it vintage, 
I might type in vintage bomber jacket or know the year that you want it from, whether it's 70s, 80s or 90s. But I think the main thing is, is knowing what your style is. Yeah. yeah. So that you're not just out there just seeing something. Oh, I'll get that. And then yeah. next week you see something else. Because once you look for it, it's depending on what site you're on. If you are going by sites, you're going to start seeing more of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then now you end up with five jackets. Because yeah. you're like, well, I like that one better than the one you got last yeah. week. So now it's a new one. So really it's about yeah. learning your style. For sure. Yeah. That's Thank cool. you so much for being here. Thank yeah. you for having me. It's, it's been my pleasure to sit on this lovely oh, couch surrounded by so pink. <laughs> no one told me to wear a pink jacket. It just works perfectly. <laughs> So yes, thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you. Happy second really? on September yeah. to everyone listening. And that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>